What's going on, party people, and welcome back to another episode of the Whatnots Review Show. This is episode 70. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I'm good, Kyle. How are you this morning? I'm pretty good. I have a smoothie. Of course. I'm, I'm feeling great. I have a quick trip cup, so we're <laughs> both in our natural elements. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, each week here on the on the review show, we have a new story to talk about. I, I always say new and I always fuck it up. I cannot speak it's, now. It's not Either, always new. I don't know. It's not always new. We have a different story to talk about. It could be a comic book, a movie, a TV show, a manga. Who knows? We mm-hmm. read it. We watch it. We come back here and we talk about it. Uh, and this week we have a romance manga to to yes. talk about. I stepped out of my comfort zone you a bit did. on one of my Proud of you. pitches. Um, one day, Melissa, you will be surprised because I will come with three romance k dramas and just be like that's what we're doing this next week i've never seen one in my life so here we go it's it's strange because i i don't consider the like korean crime shows that i've seen to be k dramas like mm. I, 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 I have a certain thing in my mind of like what they look like, what the, you know, yeah. But I, I guess you could still technically count them. I suppose so. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, there's probably a difference between a Spanish drama and a telenovela. Sure. That, that's yeah. I, I guess kind of what I'm g- getting at. Yeah. Here. Uh. Last but not least, I a long time ago I mentioned oh. the shirt that I have on yes this is my it's it's a shirt that has all of the like old school avengers faces yeah yeah on them i got it from target or walmart or something and it's like it's all it all looks like it's one face but then it's like chopped up like pieces of a pie Uh i can name all of them but one who's the one you can't name i don't know so we have let's see we have iron man Mm-hmm. Thor, Hawkeye, Captain America, Black Widow, Hulk, Spider Man, and then I don't know who the fuck Ghost this guy Rider. Is. It yeah, it looks like Ghost Rider, but considering the design of all of these other characters, these are their older classic looks. And Ghost Rider was never in a was never a member of the Avengers. I don't know. He looks cool. <laughs> it's just like why? Why he's the odd one out? Who is this like, guy? This. Them putting a non-Avenger in there makes more sense than there being an Avenger that you don't know. I, I mean, yeah, it's not that I I, I don't know who it like it, it is. Like, it's yeah. probably Ghost Rider. Could maybe be a weird looking version of Ant Man, but it it's it. You know, <laughs> you remember when Ant Man was on fire? You remember sure. that arc? Well, you don't know if this is fire just because it's yellow. <laughs> Doesn't mean that it's on fire. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember mentioning that a long yes. time ago and then never being like, oh, here's the sh- the, sh- the shirt. So there we go. I don't know why, but our YouTube sh- stream is not doing so well right now. Oh. It is being funky. We will soldier on, though. Yeah. Because uh, we don't want to let that inch 
us from making this this year podcast. Yeah. Melissa. Yes. We are talking about a romance manga called I'm in Love and It's the End of the World. Mm-hmm. And we read the first two volumes. Uh, we read this on Comixology Unlimited. The first two volumes are up there for free, mm-hmm. but it is published by Kodansha Comics. And uh, according to their website, the first chapter is also available for you guys to read for free Mm. on there. Uh, It's strange, though. You would think for it being on Comixology Unlimited and for being published by by Kodansha, which is a pretty big comics publisher, Mm. uh, that there would be more information about this online. Oh, you're not finding much? No, I I googled it, and there's almost nothing. The first thing I got was, like, a manga site where you can read, like, scanlations and stuff like that. I'm like, no, that's not what we want. But yeah, there's, like, nothing. And it's like, did you mean this instead? I it's the end of the world as we know it by <laughs> <laughs> one of our greatest love songs. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, that's not what I meant, but it's a good song. <laughs> uh so yeah, so, so so yeah, but it's it's actually very readily available if you yeah. you, you know, it's not that hard to hard to find. Uh but yeah. I don't know how you felt about this. I feel like I am going to be maybe a little more predictable and say I dis- I didn't like this. Um, <laughs> well, did you? This is not your genre at sure. all. Yeah, it's it's did not it my just preferred. Not work genre. on you or did you think the story itself was not constructed well? Like, did you think it was kind okay, but you itself. just got something out of it? Like, I, okay. I, 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 I feel like i can do a good job of of even though this is something that i don't mm-hmm. per- personally like I, I can still be like all right well this part worked well this p- yeah. part didn't stuff like that and there were yeah things about this st- st- story uh it it seemed like i was missing panels from time to time huh. um but we'll we'll get into test stuff like that once we get into spoilers um but yeah, it, I just didn't think it was all that fantastic. So. I, I liked it. I thought it was very charming. And it's got a couple, oh, it, it could use some polish. Sure. I don't know, like, if this was a an early story for this writer and for this artist. On the first page of the first graphic novel, there is, like, a little drawing and note from her that says, all I wanted to do was just tell... A nice, simple love story. I yeah. hope you enjoy it. Yeah. So I think the book really sets you up for that is exactly yeah. what it is. It, it's not trying to be anything more. And I think it it executes what it set out to do. In in terms of that, like I like that messaging and that that, yeah. that like that that note of just like, hey, here's what to expect. Right. Um I I would love more of that from creators just to be mm-hmm. like hey i even if it's some big like sprawling space western mm-hmm. just just be like hey here's what to expect here's just like a small simple sentence of here's what you're in for mm-hmm. um 
but yeah like i i i don't regret reading it or anything i think the way i would describe it to someone who might be into romance novels and 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 stuff uh, but also wants my personal opinion would be like it has a lot of great ingredients Mm -hmm. i don't think they really made a full meal with it 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 is very simplistic yeah yeah (laughs) so uh what did you think, though? Give me a little bit more more of your g- general thoughts, and then we'll get into the synopsis and spoilers. I thought it was cute. Uh, I found it very relatable. Yeah. Like, I can... I The heroine, she's a little bit oversized. I mean, she's a... The, the personality quirks of her are very exaggerated. Sure. So she's not exactly very true to life, but there's a lot about her that resonated with me. I really enjoyed the romance in it. I really like the couple supporting characters, like those other two classmates we get. I was, mm-hmm. I was really interested to find out more information, not just because, well, they dropped one shoe. When are they going to drop the other shoe? But like, no, I want to know what, what's happening here? Like, why are those two guys such loyal old friends? What happened between them in the past that made the one guy so fiercely protective of the other guy? And when I finished volume two last night, like it was already late, but I'm like, do they have volume three on here? Can I just keep reading? Cause I just need to know these things. And well, they have it, but you have to pay for it. So I didn't. There's, uh, there's four volumes total out so far, if I'm not mistaken. The fourth one came out in January of 2019, so it is still fairly new. Oh! It is still ongoing, I think. Uh, it did, they didn't make it seem like that was the end of, of the story there, so who knows. Uh, so synopsis. For yes. you have not read it uh, and might be interested, uh, let's see. According to Kodansha's website, this says, uh, Mahiru Yanase's twin sister Mayo has it all. She's, she's cute, sweet, and popular. Mahiru, on the other hand, has always been the other Yanase. All her life, Mahiru's reminded herself uh, that every time something good happens to her, something bad comes along to balance it out. She ne- she never gets her hopes up. But no sooner does she arrive for her first day of high school uh, than Aoi, I believe is how you say it. Aoi Satomi, handsome... Her handsome, mysterious classmate takes an interest in her, and by the end of the day, he's already asked her out. If things don't balance out for Mahiru soon, the world's going to come to an end. (laughs) I I do like that this is a story where the romance is going successfully, and all of the roadblocks are just internal and she's like i can't let myself have something this good because then like i don't know something's gonna catch on fire (laughs) right exactly (laughs) the school is gonna burn down Mm -hmm. or something you know yeah um so yeah that's a short pitch uh for those of you guys out there who have not seen it it's real simple 
yep. I, I, I do like the, 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 the art in this. It's yeah. very cute. So you guys should uh, check it out if, if you think that's something you guys might, might like. Mm-hmm. Let's get on to a little bit. A little bit. I cannot speak today. I don't know what it is with me. Would you like me to do it? Be my guest. Okay, folks. <laughs> it's on. housekeeping time. This is when we tell you about what we're doing, what we did last week, what we're doing on our Patreon, what we're doing on our other shows on our network. Last week was episode sixty-nine, and so of course we covered. Sex Criminals. Oh, yeah. Chip Zdarsky and Matt Fraction's Sex Criminals comic. We read the first two volumes of that. That's it's last week's fun. episode. Let's see, most recently on the Captain's Log, we were talking about what the world is going to do when the Queen of England dies. Yep. <laughs> they have a wild, insane plan full of rats. <laughs> full of rats. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was a really interesting discussion, and uh, let's see, pretty pretty recently, we have our latest episode of The Reactor Core, where you talked about season three of a Netflix Spanish-language crime drama called Money Heist. I kind of covered all of the seasons, actually. Yes! You covered the whole thing, because I've never seen any of it. I got to so talk you... your ear off for two whole hours about was... Money Heist and Why no, It's No, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. So if you're a beginner like me, this is an entry-level podcast. Just go listen to it, and you can learn, too. And then over on our Patreon, our latest episode available for the $3 and above patrons is a review show style episode where we are covering the story for the man who has everything. This is Superman annual number 11 from 1983, 4? 1985, 86-ish. Okay, 80-sometime. Before Watchmen, because this was written by Alan Moore and illustrated by Dave Gibbons. This is what they did before they went on to create the prolific hit Watchmen. Exactly. And this is a story where it is Superman's birthday and one of his villains sends him like a a big grabby plant that sticks on him and it reprograms his brain to believe he's in an alternate timeline where Krypton never exploded and he still lives there. So we read that comic book and then we watched Justice League Unlimited episode two, which adapts that story. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Good yeah. Stuff. That's on patreon.com slash the whatnots if you want to support us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's at the $3 tiers where you can get all of our exclusive content. And there's a total of six special bonus episodes of the review show up there covering all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I think that's about it. I kept the whole house. Yeah. The house has been kept. Uh, Let's move on to spoilers then. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so wh- where do you where where do you want to begin, or should I mention something? I kind of I kind of want to know your background, like why you pitched this. I think you said you were looking for something else, and then saw this as like a readers also read this title, and with the title of the thing itself, I imagine it is very difficult to turn down. You had right. me sold on the title alone. I yeah, I, I was looking for stuff to pitch last mm. week, and it's kind of been a while since we did a manga. Yeah, this um, might be our first one of the year. I think the last one we read was. Dororo like last November maybe. or something maybe something something yeah. like that 
Um, so I was looking for a manga, and I can look in Comixology Unlimited, but it always starts you alphabetically, and it's mm. all of their 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 ma- 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 manga. It's not just the ones that are on Comixology Unlimited. But I'm like, well, I've scrolled through all the early stuff before, and nothing really caught my eye. So I'm just gonna go to a random letter. I went to I. <laughs> and this is, I think, like the first one that I that I saw, and I was just like, "Huh, what's that one?" Pick. And I was like, "Oh, it's a romance." Oh, that is not in my comfort zone. I'm going to pitch that one because variety is the spice of life. Yep. Uh, and and yeah, and yeah, know your audience, and <laughs> of course, I picked that one. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's g- g- good for me to kind of get out of my comfort zone from time to time and stuff like that. So that is why I I picked that one. And went went with that. Um. So I I I think one of the things for me that I was kind of hung up with, uh, might be more coming from my like hopeless romantic view of mm-hmm. of stuff. The first like major problem I I I I had with the book is that it pitches it itself as by the end of the day. This boy that likes her asks her out on a date. Mm-hmm. But that's not really what he does in my mind. <laughs> I don't know if 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 you agree or you think the same way I, I, I do, but I like does communication he, like, is very important in relationships. Yes. Or like stating your intentions, because mm-hmm. I've I've known people who thought it was one thing and then realized oh the, that that's not what it's gonna be and yeah stuff. and that it just yeah. it sucks to see that 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 happen to people or to have that happen to to you right uh, and so the fact that he doesn't like explicitly ask her out on a date but instead is like hey, I'm going in this direction to this store, to this spot that I was already going to go to. Would you like to come along? Does not mm-hmm. scream date to me. That's just like, hey, join me on my a- 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 errands and maybe we can be I mean, they're going to go sit down at a cute little friends. bakery and like eat a treat together. That's that's more date than errand, but I get what you're talking about. Yeah, he kind he, of it can go either way. Is kind yeah. of what I'm saying, right? Mm. Like that absolutely could be a date if it's like, hey, I can I ask you out on a date? There's this nice bakery that I think we can go to. Mm-hmm. You know, X Y and Z. I to me, I just have this like thing in my mind like you need to be clear like just say <laughs> what you're thinking don't don't like beat around the bush be like would you kind of like to join me because I... <laughs> I I liked it because these are like 15 year olds right and um Satomi which is what she calls them for the majority of the story it's uh-huh. not until like the second half of volume two where they're like you should, if we're it's really going to, to date, call family, me by my first name. Yeah. Hamley name. Yeah. But most of the book, he's Satomi. So he is doing tremendously well for being like a 15 year old boy. Yeah. He is very like respectful and encouraging and clear about things. So like 
for the most part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't mind all the little things where it wasn't very clear because I'm like, on the whole, you are right. doing so well for being like a high school freshman. And you you bring up a good point, and it's something that I had to remind myself mm-hmm. of, like halfway way in. I was like, they're in high school. Mm-hmm. This is their their first year in high school. Like they're super young. They don't know how any of this works. They don't know yeah, what to do. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense that they're not communicating. Mm-hmm. That makes sense that they're like she is freaking out and she thinks the world is gonna end because this cute boy looked at at at, at yes. her right. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I, I I have to try and keep that in my mind. And mm-hmm. these are not, you know, full grown adults who have experience with this. So mm-hmm. I I really like the romance in this because Satomi is he reads Mihiro so clearly like the first time they talk to each other like the first time they bump into each other in the hallway like mm-hmm. he gets this girl is nervous yeah I think she likes me she's just nervous about it so I will keep putting myself around her and just be gentle and encouraging and just be very clear like I like you I think you're nice you're cute. Yeah. Let's spend time together. Do you want to eat lunch with me? Do you want to walk to this little bakery after school with me? I'll see you tomorrow morning. Like he's not inappropriately forward, but he's like right at, I am committed to really trying this thing with you. And it seems like what you need is time. So I'm not going to expect anything right off the bat, but I am going to yeah. keep trying for this. And I think eventually you will warm up to the idea. Like, it's it's such a delicate thing, but I think he is, like, reading that from her. Like, she likes me. I just need to be consistent and persistent, but gentle about the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it's... Oh, like, I liked that a lot. And it never felt like it was too easy or too convenient or anything like that. Like, he was too good of a boyfriend for being 15. It was never ridiculous. Like, oh, he wouldn't do that. No way. He's not smart enough to figure that out. Like, it never (laughs) got there. It was always impressive. It was never like, well, now I can't believe this. Yeah, this is uh, this is unbelievable. How how would a fifteen year old boy know to do that? Uh, no, <laughs> I yeah, I I I, th- I think for the most part you're right. I think in my mind, uh, it it also kind of took me a I, yeah. It's it's again like I I just have to keep reminding myself like they're in high school. They don't know how this works. They don't mm-hmm. know. Like I, I also thought it was strange to me that, uh, like they had like barely gone on, gone out on that one date, and when she yeah. finally says, yeah, 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 like yes, let's see if we can make something work here. They're like, oh, we're automatically boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> that was slightly odd, but I wonder if that's just like a cultural thing we don't get. Well, so I, I've I've kind of seen similar stuff here in the U.S. too. Like there is this idea that that you can only date one person, mm-hmm. and that if you are dating that person, you are their boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Like 
but I don't, I, I, I don't know about you, but I don't view it that way. Like I can date whoever I want until like we have that conversation of like, all right, let's make this exclusive. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, and so it was just weird that they just jump in and, but again, it's that thing of they're like, they're what? 15. Yeah. That's also a very like high school freshman mindset. Of course they think this is how it works. I am dating this person. That means we are boyfriend and girlfriend. No one else can look at me. Don't We've look at me, anyone else. Together twice. <laughs> yeah, we went out to the bakery once. <laughs> I made her some mm-hmm. origami, yeah, and right? <laughs> this is a pledge of love for years to come. <laughs> she also brings up like love pretty early. It's like after you know they sort of go to the bakery together and like they eat lunch together and you know he walks her to class and he walks her home and all of that after doing that for a couple days he asks her like would you like to go out with me like very straightforward and intentional about it at that one i was like yes dude you got it right this time yes yes (laughs) (laughs) but like i don't think what would she have done if that was what he had done immediately like into the first day that would freak her out so hard like that's what i was expecting like (laughs) him to just be like hey would you like to go on a date with me uh and and her just be like uh what (laughs) me (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like is something bad gonna happen is this the bad thing what happened that was good to me nothing uh okay this is weird Uh, (laughs) i i agree with you that like the very clear would you like to go out on a date a capital d date is a great real life practice but i understand why this character looking at the other characters like I got to ease her into this over a couple days. <laughs> but she, when she does agree, like, yes, I will go out with you. Like she talks about how she wants to know more about him to, so that she can like really love him well. Yeah. Which is, I, oh, I absolutely understand like thinking that, but she says it out loud to him very early on, which is bold. Like, yeah, I, I kind of like that she's like, I I believe I could do this if given the emotional resources to. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, like, I, I, I didn't think that part was hard for me to get uh, over. Just that idea of, like, they are not the same age as me. They are, like, yeah. half my age. They don't know <sighs> what's happening. I need Dang. to not think about that when I'm, yeah. like trying to review this or think about it critically like i Mm -hmm. I need to put myself in that headspace right (laughs) which which i i I think eventually (laughs) helped then i then i was not as 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 harsh i still didn't like it because i'm not super into romance stuff but i right it was it was like (laughs) all right now this makes a lot more sense Yes, I I think this is a really effective romance because he is so good at being a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I've never had a boyfriend as nice as this fictional high school freshman is. <laughs> He's very good at it. And she's like, Do, am I, I get to have something this good? Really? Like, I mean. Nice things. Yeah, I can have I can nice have things. 
<laughs> it's, I think that's a really interesting angle. And it's something like I related to a lot like, oh, no, oh, I can't get this lucky. Oh, boy. Like, I'm going to get hit by a bus or something like I did. <laughs> and I like her journey of, oh, I, I don't deserve this, too. Well, if I put the work into it, I could deserve this. And then I'm sure like maybe by volume four, she's like, I deserve this. Just plain old me. No extra input at all. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about. I don't remember his name, but the friend, the blonde guy. Yes. Yeah. Ginja. Mm. I was also kind of taken aback by him. Because in this situation, it was AOA that asked her out. And she's just kind of sitting there stammering and stuttering and nervous and has no idea what to do. And yet he comes along and, like, corners her and is staring daggers in at 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 her and just like if you fuck this up i will fuck you up like yeah. don't don't you dare hurt my boy right I, I'm, I'm like whoa dude your boy's the one that is go 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 going for her like she's not even doing anything like she's scared out of her mind <laughs> i really liked genja because the first time she meets him he's like really kind of standoffish and cold to her which is refreshing for mihiro she's like ah yes that's the negative energy that will balance out my day like she's so scared of how positive satomi is that then genja comes around just like giving her the cold shoulder and she's like yes rejuvenate me this is what i need <laughs> she is like she almost has this kick k- Pink for punishment <laughs> like she 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 did, did, did does it to her uh, uh, other friend see mm-hmm. again i don't remember maria. Her, her name Mor- maria yes um, like that let me see if i can I, it's I, I m-o-r-i-y-a well there's that character guide at the beginning oh, yeah. of volume two yeah um character guide beginning of volume two comicsology read let me go and see if I can look it up here. Yeah, I know it's in the fixed format, dummy. <laughs> I've read a manga before. Thank you very much. Uh, her her name is Kotone Moria. Moria, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, yeah. uh, I, 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 I was just going to say, yeah, she go, 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 go. She will go to her and also be like chew me out please say something (laughs) mean make fun of me like just i need this thing to work she's like yes and maria's just like okay all right (laughs) it's a little weird but it's it's kind of funny i I guess this is how our friendship goes yeah but like you think genja is just an example of how people just don't take to mihiru of right. that like ugly duckling thing she's got where she was teased growing up and now this is just somebody at this new high school she's going to that is going to tease Doing her again thing, or not yeah. tease her just like ignore her the thinking popular boys who's yeah. kind of just dump on her and that's yeah. it so you think that's what that is and then you find out like there is a bit later it's a really great joke where like a Satomi's like flirting with Mihiru and then there's this giant like exaggerated scary face from Genja and it says don't you dare break his heart yeah. and it's like real it's like a nice joke break and also oh 
I get this now. He doesn't necessarily dislike Mahiru. He's just very protective of Satomi. Like, yeah. I don't want you getting near him because you might hurt him. This is why I want you gone. It's nothing personal. I just have to watch out for him. Yeah. Which we don't know the full story, but it sounds like uh, Aoi's mother passed away and Ginja was there to kind of be the shoulder for him to cry on and stuff like that. So they've bonded over that and they're now best friends Aoi did he did something for Genja in return and we don't really know what that is but there's something where Genja doesn't just feel like protective of him because he went through this great tragedy like he has done something to help Genja in the past yeah Genja feels like he he owes him this there's this whole theme of like balance throughout the story that's interesting I'm also wondering if he has a crush on yeah uh that that was kind of the vibes i got of just like hey i'm in love with you but i know it's never gonna happen so i'm gonna make sure that anyone else who comes your way you know will have the best of intentions there so who knows Mm -hmm. who knows i did not write down the accreditation of this quote i just wrote down the quote and this was 12 hours ago. And I'm like, oh, I'll remember it. No, I don't. But I'm pretty sure this is something Ginja said to Aoi and not the other way around. Where he says, I've only been able to get by because you've been here for me. Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, okay. that sounds like something you would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very curious about the two of them. Because you can read, like, what one of them has done for the other, but not the other way around. There's, like, a big mystery pit over there. And this is what I wanted. Like, I didn't want to know these things just for, like, the sake of completion while I was reading the book. But, like, on a real emotional level, I'm like, what is it? What happened? What's back there? I need these answers. Exactly. Piggybacking off of that, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about Moira, Mo mm. Maria. Yes, Maria. <laughs> I I know we're just going to end up just, pronouncing it Maria. Can I just call her Cotone? We can call her Cotone. Yeah, I think they only That's... call her that like once or twice. I'm just sticking with whatever they went by the most. Easier, yeah. While we were reading, um. So I I also really liked her too. Yeah, she seemed to be. Someone who could also potentially be one of the popular g- girls, but mm-hmm. there's something about her that she kind of shies away from people and yeah. stuff like that. And then she's... we learn that she has a crush on the teacher. She's mm-hmm. one of those g- 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 girls. So, <laughs> yes, I I, I, I I think between her and Ginja, I really liked the supporting cast. Yeah. Yeah, they're both really nice, like, foil points throughout this this story. And they've got, like, interesting depth to them. Like, what I like about Katone is that at first you think she's got that kind of – she's kind of prissy and she's kind of stuck up and she's a little rude. And all of that goes along with the popular girl. But it, you slowly figure out, oh, you never it's really – not s- really – you yeah. never really see her with anybody besides Mahiru. And then in volume two, she like comes out and says it like, my dad used to be president of this giant company 
And then everything fell apart and everybody around here knows it. So that kind of made her like an outcast or something. And like maybe she had was really entitled in the past and like shoved all these people away. And maybe she had friends that were interested in her for the money. And then she lost like everything. So she's got this attitude of the popular girl, but she really isn't. Year olds are thinking I'm going to be from them. For the money she's got a pool <laughs> oh you had to sell your house oh mm, uh, no I, i'm busy i don't want to hang out we're gonna go so, to the other pool <laughs> yeah so she's got all the attributes of the classic popular girl but she is also an outsider just like mahiru mm-hmm. and they've got that sympathy for each other and I'm very intrigued about her with the teacher because she says they've known each other for a long time and they are the friends. Family friends. Yeah, yeah. I wonder about like exactly what that is. I wanted a specific thing like, Wait oh. Wait volume 10 when she finds out that her teacher was the one that made the c- c- company <laughs> dog pile on and just completely. Yeah, this is what I'm wondering. Yeah. Is, you know, is the teacher like the son of one of her father's business associates or something like that where they used to have like business dinners over at the house and the kids would go play together? I I don't know. I, that was an interesting add on to the classic like teenage girl has crush on teacher. The fact that and she's 15. He might be pretty young. He might be like 22, 23. I don't know exactly when, you know, a teacher may start in Japan. But like they are close enough in age that it is realistic. Oh yeah, you might have played together when you were like kids. Even younger. Yeah. And I haven't seen yeah. that extra layer added on to it. Or, like like babysat. Yeah. Yeah. That Something. it's been like that long standing of a crush. Yeah. That was a nice touch. Uh, well, as we l- l- learned from watching Sweetness and Lightning, a good way to hit on your teacher would be to uh, start cooking for them it's and teaching them to cook. It's engagement ring. <laughs> yeah, and she like she she like hates it so much that she she hides his engagement ring and won't give it back. Yeah, and I like that Mahiru. Doesn't so <laughs> she doesn't try to talk her out of having a crush on the teacher? Like I think Mahiru also kind of sees <sighs> maybe you'll grow out of this in the future. I can't make you stop this now. I just have to kind of sit and wait for this to run its course. And Katone's talking about how she used to go over to this teacher's house, and but then she hasn't been there in years. And Mahiru's mm-hmm. like, I would go with you if you wanted to go again. Like if that's something emotionally like you need back for some reason, I'll be with you to support you. Yeah. I like the relationship those two have where they're like, I, I don't know if you need to do like the same thing with where my hero's like Katona yell at me. And she's like, all right, fine. You're a don't bitch. God damn like, it. <laughs> what the other one's about, but they're like, you're my friend. So I'll yeah. do what you need me to do. And, you know, maybe it won't always be like this. Maybe we'll figure it out in time, but I can't make it be fixed right now. Yeah. Let me ask you about Mayo. Yeah. What, what were your thoughts on the twin sister? I, Oh, show ahead. No, no, I was going to say the, pitch you read makes it sound like mayo is going to be a much bigger part of the story than she really is yeah i thought so too and she's really not in the book all that much we see her a couple times but that's it 
Yeah, we only see her at home. We haven't, and like this is purposeful. Like Mahiru, they're going to separate high schools, and it's not really articulated why. But Mahiru, strange to me. It's like why? Why would they go to separate high schools? That doesn't make sense. I don't know because like they They don't seem. It doesn't seem like one of them's like smarter than the other or more athletic than the other. Like there's nothing about them that seems different enough that they would be going to different schools. Oh, maybe this will be explained in the future. But Mahiru purposely does not want to introduce like her school friends to Mayo because it'll be right back to what it's always been. Oh, oh, I like Mayo so much better. You're just um the other sister now. Other Yanase. Mm. Which yeah, like I the the whole thing of like them being twins, mm-hmm. like I I mean I'm an only child, so I don't know what it's like to have brothers or sisters, mm. and so I especially don't know what it's like to have a tw- a twin. Yeah, but like I I I feel like it's hard for me to understand that if one of them is super popular and successful and is considered pretty, they're twins. That doesn't make sense to me. That means you're both pretty. What What is going on here? And so, yeah, I, I think you mentioned at the start, like, it is a romance that is mm-hmm. successful. Yes. But everything that is stopping it is more internal. And it is her just being like, hey, I'm not good enough. I mm-hmm. deserve bad things. And I, you know, or at least I don't deserve good things. Yeah. Right. Um. And so I'm guessing that the book will eventually head in that direction where it's like, hey, we're actually not so different. I I yes. look exactly the same as you. So we are pretty. Like, we are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Like, there's nothing stopping me from having that. Mm-hmm. And I think the confidence issue in Mahiru maybe goes farther back because the i think the first thing you see in the story is when they're little kids and they're getting cast in this play at their school ugly and Mahiru's, yeah Mahiru's gonna play the ugly duckling who becomes the beautiful swan and she comes out on stage in the beautiful swan costume and mm-hmm. the other girls laugh at her like no you still look like the other ugly duckling you still look like a duck <laughs> and they're like oh, mayo should have done that and i imagine like I don't know for sure, but twins probably especially look more similar when they are younger and start to mm-hmm. differentiate as they get older, I think. So, like, that's almost like a one-to-one swap. So I think it's just confidence. Like, Mayo has this, like, confidence and this grace and this right. self-assurance that Mahiru has just never quite developed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Which I, I, I think all of that stuff works because, again, I don't know what it's like to be all mm-hmm. that, to have a twin or, or a sister or something. Uh, it's it just the, the weird thing to me is why different schools? What does that add to the story? And I, I, I can't pinpoint anything. I think it's just... To isolate it? Makes you, yeah, yeah. To look at Mihiru and know that this isn't this has been so ingrained in her that even when she is in a completely new environment outside of her sister she has the opportunity to like start fresh she still like can't bring herself to do it Mm -hmm. 
she's still like, no, I'm waiting for like the trap door to fall under me. And the second they meet Mayo, they're all going to like Mayo better than they like me. And then also there's the little subplot where Mayo already has a boyfriend and it seems like she has continually had a, you know, a young adult boyfriend of some kind. And the boyfriend's like waiting outside one day when Mahiru gets home and she gets the impression that like him and Mayo been fighting and that worries her a lot. And it's more because if Mayo does not have a boyfriend, what if she tries to get my boyfriend and less like, Oh, oh, my sister's going through a tough time, which I'm interested to see more of these two together because they are together so sparingly throughout the book. And Mm -hmm. I like that Mayo is very sweet. She's very genuine. She loves her sister. She is not, she's oblivious to everything that's going on. She does not think she is the better Yanase the way Mahiru thinks she is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully in Mm -hmm. volumes three and four and beyond. Yeah. uh, it, It will bring Mayo into this story a bit more. I want to learn a little bit more about their parents because we see mom like once and she's like really chastising Mihiru for like staying out late, I think. And that's the one instance of her we get. And it's hard to tell from that. Like, is she always that stern or Mm -hmm. was that just in the one circumstance? Like, I can't really get a fix on what their home life is really like. Yeah. That, I think, is also one of the other problems Uh for this book for me. I'm not against having, like, romance stories in in stuff that I read Mm -hmm. or watch, and sometimes they can be fantastic. Yeah. I I think I, I don't like going to only romance, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense. But I, I I think bottom line for me is I need the characters to really be concrete characters. Yeah. Really fleshed out for me to att- attach myself mm-hmm. to them. And I don't think we reached that in these two v- 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 volumes. So that's that a really may, good point. That may also be something that's k- kind of keeping me from liking this. Yeah, there's still a lot of parts of them personality-wise that are missing. Like, uh, what do we know about Mahiru? We don't know, like, what's her best subject in school? What does she like to do? What are her hobbies? What does she want to be when she grows up, what's her career goals? Where does she want to go to her university? Like there's very big, <clears throat> there's very big parts of the teenage lifestyle. Like, d- is there a TV show she loves to follow and like never misses, you know, every week, yeah. like there's big parts of it that are missing because it is so like zeroed in, like romance is the goal. I am focusing on the romance. Yeah. Yeah. I like, it's not even that I just want more facts about her, but mm-hmm. I, I want more of her just, living her yeah. life give me more slice of life stuff mixed mm-hmm. in with this and i i think that's when i would start to be like oh she really likes this tv show oh here mm-hmm. was this funny moment with her sister here was this really endearing moment with her dad or yeah. something right like i i need stuff like that to kind of fill it out 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- and yeah, well, like <clears throat> I said, I, I feel like this book has a lot of good ingredients, mm-hmm. but just didn't really make a full meal with them. Yeah. And that's what I want. I, I, I want this filled out and turned into a meal mm-hmm. that, that I can eat. And I just, I don't feel like it, it got there. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, I think it's on its way to something good. Like it's got, I like the plot threads. Like there's mm-hmm. enough, like I said, like I really grabbed onto this and like every question it raised, I sincerely wanted an answer to. Yeah. And it was the story where, like, I was out yesterday, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I get to go home and finish that book. Not like, oh, I have to go home and finish that book, <laughs> which is the test for me. Do I look forward to doing this? Right. <laughs> Do you want to uh, talk about the art? Yeah, we can talk about the art some. Uh, so I, I, I thought the art was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the I, – I, I liked the notes that – Tamo, I believe is how you yeah. say the creator's n- name, um, that Tamo wouldn't give to just be like, hey, I tried to make a st- 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 story that only focused on the romance. Mm-hmm. Or uh, there's one, I think, in volume two where where they they say, hey, I I like drawing g- g- girls with like wider a- mm-hmm. eyes and I'm still getting used to that. <laughs> so it, it seemed like it was a new found like hey i like this style like making ca- mm-hmm. characters in in that and i think it really sh- 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 showed yeah um because then she also talked about the de- 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 differences of like how to draw mahiru versus mayo mm-hmm. like you start them out with the same shape but then Mayo has, or I, f- I forget which one they said, but one of them has a like a sadder disposition. Oh yeah, to them, right? <laughs> uh huh. Um, and and that way it focuses you more on this one or yeah. s- s- stuff like that, and that's how you know the d- 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 difference. I like that. Um, I I I, I guess for me that's just the artist in me being like i want to know your process i liked all those little bits yeah like um the beginning of in volume two at the beginning of every issue in the volume there's like an extra blank space on the very first page and there's like a little doodle from the artist and like a little note saying well this is what went into me designing genja or aoi or anybody yeah it's good it's fun Mm, the back matter is interesting. There's the one where she talks about how the bakery they go to is a real bakery. And she made like this digital model of it and yeah. then would put it at the angle she needed to and then sketch over it. That's wild. Yeah, that's cool. And like you never – it never felt like cold and mechanical or like it was just traced over when you're reading it in the story itself. Mm-hmm. So she did a really good job of making it seem like – clean and accurate and like this makes sense as a physical space but it doesn't feel like i put these characters in just a draftsman's drawing right yeah 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 i i i love getting to see that like behind Mm -hmm. the scenes stuff because then when you actually look at the manga itself like it's you you can't always tell that and i i don't mean that in like a 
bad thing like oh i don't see all the hard work mm-hmm. that they put in no like it it just it meshes so fantastically that it it all just looks like one cohesive thing mm-hmm. um and then yeah you get to take it apart and be like yeah we actually have like a 3d model of of this thing on the computer and that's how i can like make these back go rounds and stuff like that i'm like that is fantastic that is awesome yeah like there's so much work that goes into this that you don't think about she also talks about how she has an assistant Mm -hmm. whose job it is to go through this and like check it for continuity like there's the example is a couple panels where it's uh mihiro and katone eating lunch and the assistant drew like a little word bubble like coming out of the lunch bag saying hey make sure you're keeping track of me yeah. yeah, like, it's, she's, it was very cute. I like knowing that, like, personal behind-the-scenes thing of, I like when my assistant leaves me cute notes, and also, oh, I didn't think about that. Yes, there yeah. must be somebody whose job it is to track, like, okay, well, you had the water bottle at this angle, and when you mm-hmm. change the frame and it's at a different angle, the water bottle needs to change, too. You're drawing exactly. it, like, yeah. at the same placement and scale. It's yeah. a little different now. So it's very common for manga creators or manga studios or anime studios Mm -hmm. to have uh like a number of artists all working on this book but Mm -hmm. it still gets credited to like one person if that makes sense so like i i don't know what the case is with this book but yeah it seems like she does have an assistant and I wouldn't really put it past the assistant to be the one who's in charge of drawing the backgrounds mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, and then having Tamo be, be, be the one who only focuses on the characters to make sure, you know, it's like, hey, these are your characters. You need to be the one to make sure that they look fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. But drawing a bakery 12 dozen times like do you really need to waste your time on that no Mm -hmm. let's let someone else do that right um so it might be something like that yeah Uh, um but yeah it's neat to 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 see all of that stuff and i i I think it it ended up being a fantastic cohesive unit uh Mm -hmm. i think my favorite thing about the arc about the art was how n- 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 nervous uh yeah Hiru wouldn't 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 look like she is always just trembling and shaking and just yes. like, oh my god me <laughs> it's fantastic and it's never like too cartoonishly exaggerated it's like it's, ru- it's at the perfect level yeah mm-hmm I think the only thing I didn't quite like in the art was the way it used the screen tones. Screen tones. What that do like you mean? kind of like texture they applied to a lot of it. That's just like this little like plaid checkered pattern. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That like kind of screen tone overlay thing that's meant to like add like some texture and some shading, but it was the same pattern used over and over again. I'm like, I don't know why, like, why is the shadow on his face? Plaid. Yeah. (laughs) Why is this gingham? They've gone plaid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I think that may be the only thing it's, it's strange because, 
most manga is in black and white. Mm -hmm. And if this was an American comic, I would wonder if this, what if there was like, if this was actually in color and that's why it had this weird texture Mm. on it. Maybe they used watercolor or something to do it and they just like desaturated it. But that's not the case with this. Mm. Like, this is just how it's made. And I, I, yeah, I'm wondering if I would have liked it more if it was flatter colors or if they used, like, more differing textures or what. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that was my only problem was that it was just the same texture over Mm -hmm. and over again. And it's not like little pointillism dots or any of the screen tones I'm used to seeing. It was like this tiny pattern. It's this, yeah, it's this tiny checkered pattern. It's a pattern. It's not a texture. And it was just sort of used in odd places. Sure. Yeah. But I liked all the character designs and all the line work itself. I really liked everybody's outfits. Like, I liked Mihiru and always, like, date outfits they go out in. Mm -hmm. The clothes are well chosen. Like, partway through volume two... You can tell, like, oh, time is changing. Their school uniforms are different. Nobody's wearing a blazer anymore. We're out of blazer season. They're wearing these, like, little vests instead, which was a nice detail. Yeah, I'm I'm currently playing through a video game uh, called Persona 5. Yes. (laughs) And it is a Japanese RPG. And, yeah, there's, like, a bunch of, like, school life you spend a lot a lot lo- a lot of your t- time in this school school and yeah there was a note of like hey it's like the end of spring that means we need to wear our other school uniform mm-hmm. with the like shorts and the you, you mm-hmm. know the uh, 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 other shirt and i'm like huh interesting i didn't know that about japanese school stuff that they have multiple uniforms and do all yeah. that stuff i'd never had to my elementary school had uniforms but they were optional like no one bought them seriously why no one. would you <laughs> i don't know i guess it was like an optional thing for to help raise money or something i don't know who knows oh uh, so you mentioned this thing that it the art st- st- style wasn't overly cartoonish, or like especially when uh Mihiru got nervous or <laughs> something la- 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 like that. I think in the back of my mind, I would have liked this more. If they played up the idea of, hey, I'm in love and the world is going to end. Yeah. Like, I I almost wanted to see her go into panic mode and And just imagine, yeah, just fantasize these crazy, like, oh my god, a meteor just hit the earth and what the hell, you know, like. Yeah, now that you say that, I would have really liked to have seen that too. I, yeah, like, I, I, I. even if they don't do the more like slice of life oh here's these endearing moments for Mm -hmm. you to get more attached to the characters that aren't focused on the romance i think Mm. if they went this 
other route and played up this idea of like I just something has to go wrong. Yeah. What could it be next? And she just fantasizes like all of this stuff. I think I would have loved the, that the, that. Yeah. Just to see like why is there a stampede of dinosaurs? <laughs> aliens are invading. Oh my god. What, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It is always such a a general looming thing. The mm-hmm. world will end. Something terrible will happen. But you're right. I would like to see more specifics or like, what are examples of what this was when it happened in the past? Right. When did you have something really good happen to you and then something bad happened? And what was it? I I mean, I, I guess the big example we have of that is she, she gets the star role in The Ugly yeah. Duckling. And it t- turns out she is the ugly duckling. <laughs> yeah. But like something beyond that like what happened enough times that she truly believes like Mm -hmm. 10 years later this is my life this is how it goes like you know i wanted to see her like oh they've got my favorite flavor of ice cream and it's the last little bit left in the tub and you know they scoop the ice cream just for me and whoops i dropped it like something like that i did like the juxtaposition of how like simple and down to earth and normal the story was with that like big larger than life like apocalyptic framework and mindset that the character has and like how everybody kind of plays that up around her like there's a moment where she's talking to Katona and she's like you know what I am going to go say yes I'm going to tell him yes I agree to go out on that date and Katona just says kind of teasingly I pray for your safe return yeah (laughs) Right. Like, I I don't think I would need it much. Like, I don't want every other page to be some new kind of apocalypse Mm -hmm. or something like that. But it'd be a nice running gag to see that played up Mm -hmm. some and be like, oh, there's a whole SWAT team here now to, like, (laughs) do all of that stuff. Like, it just, yeah, something, something a little bit more extra to kind of break the monotony or not not monotony but just this this every day sense because she like you can actually tell that she is panicking on on half of this stuff of just like oh god i want to say yes but if i do something bad is going to happen but yeah then we don't really see anything bad happen yeah and so it's like well where is this all coming from? I don't Yeah, like, understand. give me the examples. Like, back up your hypothesis here. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Science. Prove it. <laughs> what is your sample size? Like, that's what I'm saying. It can't just be that time she was in the school play when she was in, like, kindergarten. You need a bigger sample size than that. More a bigger sample size than her. And, like, it's that and, like, the boy in middle school who's, like, like a girl's like, like the <gasps> other Yanase. Yeah, yeah, Mahiru. Like there's a cute boy who wants to meet you after school. And then she goes there and he's like, oh, oh, no, I met the one. other one. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. That was good. It was a pretty quick read. It is. It's just like fun and sweet and light and breezy. It is a very fast read. I don't know if I have much more to say. Yeah, I oh, like it's, it's it's a it's a good story, but it is very simple. It's short, and we typically when we read a manga, we'll p- 
pitch three or four of the mm-hmm. volumes because they usually are a faster yeah. read and they, they don't, I, I don't want to say don't pack as much in, but yeah, it's, you, you know, there's super short. So we only read the first two volumes, so we, we didn't get to read too much mm. of these stuff. Who who knows? Maybe at the end of volume four, there is some apocalypse. Like, she's convinced herself that, like, hey, nothing has gone wrong in a while. Oh, God, that means they've been saving it up. It's the <laughs> apocalypse! <laughs> who, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But I I also would kind of like to see this as in anime. That sounds nice. Like yeah. I, I I can absolutely see this being something that would play very nicely on on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's certain a- animes you you see and then you're like, oh, that worked great, and then you see that it was based off of a manga, and you're like, how? How would that work as a manga? I don't. Yeah. I don't even know. Or or you or you see the manga first. And you're like, this is fantastic, but I don't know how they would yeah. adapt this and 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 to. Yeah, this seems like it would move nicely. Yeah, and I I think it would fit well. So mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe one day down the road we'll get a an a, 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 a anime of I'm in love and the world is going to end. Yeah, that'd I, be nice. I, I'm in love, and it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one more thing. Oh, that I did want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I think it was at the end of volume one. Could be wrong. It was in one of the back matter. Yeah. Th- things. There was a couple translation notes. Oh, that was interesting. And, yeah. Which normally I don't pay attention to those, but on. One page they had the translation notes, and then on the uh, uh, other page, it seemed like it was similar stuff, not exactly translation notes, but they referred to the book by a different title. Yes. Did you notice that? I did notice that. What was it? it I didn't write it, it down. Uh, the end of the world is the beginning of love. Yes. W- which it, I think plays very differently Mm -hmm. like i I, just like i'm thinking about the connotations right and like i'm in love and it's the end of the world it is is very much like hey there's a good thing happening but i see something bad coming on the horizon and i like that this title is an i statement like it has a lot more personality to it than just the beginning of love is the end of the world. Like that sounds so like philosophical and, and big lofty, and celestial. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, th- there's that difference, but then it also suggests like, Hey, if this is actually going to be a thing, if I'm actually g- going to fall in love, like I'm going to have to go through some hard times. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. like it seems like it would be more of a manga where, she has multiple relationships and is learning through each one. She gets her heart uh, yeah, yeah. broken multiple times and stuff like that. Good and point. then finally un- understands what she, you know, what she needs needs in a, in a relationship and so on and so forth. Um, and I, 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 yeah, it's just, it's, 
I don't know where along the road they decided to change it or if that was mm. just a mistake. And cause I, I think that's the only t- time they mention it by that name. Yeah. And especially if you're in there talking about translation notes. Yes. Like, wouldn't you think you would get it right? I don't. So or I'm, like explain why it was changed for like a Western audience yeah. or like they mentioned that there's differences between when it was originally like serialized in some larger like monthly manga publication versus when it was collected into individual volumes. There were a couple things right. changed. Like was it changed at that point? Or, yeah, and, and they don't mention if that is the literal translation of the name, and we mm-hmm. changed it for the Western audience. Uh, so it, it just seems like they were missing something there. Speaking of missing stuff, the other mm. last thing I want okay. to say I mentioned last part at, two. at the start, yeah, was that I, I felt like there were panels missing from oh, time yeah. to time. Um. And I I tend to get this a lot with manga, where mm. something is happening and then all of a sudden it's something else, and I'm like, did I miss a page? Did what what is I've going I've on here? heard this. It, I think this is just a difference in it's Japanese a, storytelling. It style. really is. Um, and I I guess I I just don't fully understand understand it or like mm-hmm. the choices made in there and i like american comics and stuff mm-hmm. like that isn't always the best example of mm-hmm. the two they 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 do have their their t- times where it's just like why did you make this choice to transition the scene like halfway <laughs> through the page that makes no sense like mm. if if you really want to dig into the design of comics yeah. and and stuff like that there are there are things that are helpful of like when to do a scene change when to yeah. not do a scene change when to and when to indicate that time has passed mm-hmm. or, or stuff like that and typically manga just ignores most of that oh um which is not to say all of them do mm-hmm. that or or stuff like that but yeah like i i just see it more o- often where yeah you you can tell by context that time has changed but they don't do anything else like so if if you miss that one line that they yeah. said or if you're reading a little or bit or if you fast, just scan yeah. past the establishing shots and you don't notice oh there's no longer leaves on the trees now exactly. it must be yeah. winter yeah uh so it's a bit of a give and take, right? Because mm-hmm. if you don't have those indicators there, then yeah, you really, really do have to dive closer into the artwork to figure out this stuff. But from everyone that I know that reads manga, they all read it very fast. Yeah. And and, and so it's like, well, if you're not taking the t- t- time to like get in there and... Oh, well, I die. Gorgas. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just felt like I was missing panels from time to time, but I can understand that. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Oh well. There we go. Do you have final thoughts on I'm uh, in love and it's the end of the world? No, I think I've I've said what I needed to say. It's it's very cute. And like this I got a lot out of this at being almost twenty-nine years old. So I imagine somebody <laughs> the actual age of the characters would perhaps enjoy it even more. Yeah. There you go. Good stuff. 
Oh, I also want to say, I mentioned earlier, I, I think the last manga we did was Dororo. It was. That was way back on episode 30, and now this is episode 70. There you go. We've gone 40 weeks without doing a manga. Uh. Uh, good stuff. Mm-hmm. We have some romance manga in there, too. Yeah. A little bit of something for everyone out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa. Yes. It is your turn to pitch what we are going to be doing for next week. Mm-hmm. Hit me with your best shot. I have three sci-fi films for you. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you stepped outside of your comfort zone for some romance. I'm like, okay, Kyle, here's some robots and stuff. <laughs> I see you and I raise you. <laughs> two sci-fi films. <laughs> yep, three sci-fi films. Specifically, these are all more recent sci-fi films from like the last 10 years or so. And these are all things that have been on my list for pretty much the whole time. Like the first things I wrote down for, oh, I got to pitch this to Kyle sometime. And I just have not gotten to any of them. And I'm like, clearing house, recent sci-fi films I wanted to see and never got out to them. That's all we got this week. Sounds good. All right. So going uh, most recent and then going on backwards, Annihilation. Annihilation. This is a film from early 2018 directed by Alex Garland. This stars Natalie Portman as a biologist searching for her husband goes on a dangerous expedition into a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply. I remember seeing this trailer and being really intrigued by this movie. Yeah. Like a group of these scientists that go into this zone where like something happened and the entire place, like the this whole forest just gets warped like everything's weird but you're like walking into this weird like trippy dreamland and like we don't know what will happen to us we're walking Mm -hmm. in and like hazmat suits the whole thing just seems like really trippy and eerie and all of the warp effects that go on in this forest look gorgeous i do yeah i've heard some neat things about this movie and i've really been wanting to check this one out if i'm not mistaken i've heard very polarizing it definitely it seems like it's definitely a weird movie that is not gonna be for everyone it i I, and i say polarizing because i don't want to say mixed where it's like it was all right like i kind of like it it is like no like it was fantastic the best thing that people Mm -hmm. have seen in a long time or i don't this was awful i i hated this like this was garbage so i i would be very interested in watching that i have not seen it yeah i yeah this has been on my list for a while cool and well all of these have the next one is edge of tomorrow also Ah. known by the title live die repeat i believe live die repeat was what like the director would have preferred it would have been called uh this is a 2014 sci-fi film the director is doug lyman Yep, Doug Lyman. The stars are buddy Tom Cruise. He's back. And the plot of this one is, uh, let me pull this up on my IMDb. An alien race has hit the Earth in an unrelenting assault unbeatable by any military unit in the world. Major William Cage is an officer who has never seen a day of combat when he's unceremoniously dropped into what amounts to a suicide mission. Killed within minutes, Cage now finds himself inexplicably thrown into a time loop, forcing him to live out the same brutal combat over and over, fighting and dying again and again. 
but with each battle, Cage becomes able to engage the adversaries with increasing skill alongside special forces warrior Rita Vritasky. That's Emily Blunt. She's a new friend to us. And as they take fight, the aliens, each repeated encounter gets them one step closer to defeating the enemy. So this is sci-fi Groundhog Day. I've heard kind of. great things about this movie. Like, I don't think it did very well, but everybody... Because of all the name changes and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fun fact. Yeah. This story is based off of a, a Japanese science fiction no- 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 novel Oh, c- called All You Need Is Kill. <laughs> that novel was also uh made into a manga or a uh, yeah a manga <laughs> all you need is kill kill uh yeah it, it was also made into a manga uh and then was also then ad- adapted into edge of tomorrow starring tom cruise and emily blunt mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go Pitch number three is Moon. Moon? This is a 2009 film directed... Good night, Moon. Good night, Moon. We might (laughs) be saying, hello, Moon, if you pick this. This is a 2009 film. This is directed by Duncan Jones. The pitch for this is... Astronaut Sam Bell has a quintessentially... Oh, that's a weird way to phrase it. I am reading this, like, blind cold off of IMDb. Nice. And they're not pit, they're not describing it the way I would have personally described it to you. So I'm just going to go off of what I believe this movie mm-hmm. to be. Because I've never seen any of these. This is the point. Right. So in Moon, Sam Rockwell is this lone astronaut out on the space mission. It's him okay. and the AI of the spaceship. He's been out there for like three years. He's like, his sanity's getting kind of thin, but he's doing okay. And one day he finds an identical version of himself on the space station. Wow. Just clean family fun. Just one Sam Rockwell on the edge of space madness turns a corner, sees another Sam Rockwell. And I think like the whole movie is just about him. Like, I think very rarely you ever see anybody who's not Sam Rockwell. And it's supposed to be like, a really neat movie and like an amazing performance from him. Do you know where is that streaming somewhere? Can can I rent it somewhere? I didn't look these up. I didn't look up where any of these could be accessed. I figure with a movie like crackle, crackle. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's up there with outside of the big ones, you know, your Netflix, your Hulu, your Amazon. I think crackles the one I hear about the most from the lower tier. It seems reputable. I've bought movies off Fandango now plenty of times. (laughs) Yeah, I tend to not really put the time into looking up where you can get a movie because it feels like a movie should be accessible somewhere. Try your local library. Yeah. 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 We can choose from Annihilation. Live, Die, Repeat, a.k.a. Edge of Tomorrow, or Moon. What type of sci-fi adventure would you like to go on? These are all very different. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I don't know. I feel like... So I I haven't heard of Moon before. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't even know it existed. Um, I'm kind of inclined to pick that one because I haven't heard of it. Mm-hmm. 
However, I have heard Edge of Tomorrow is going to end up being like a cult classic because it was apparently really, really fantastic, but just yeah. no one went to go see it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then Annihilation is so polarizing. Yeah, Annihilation's the one I feel like I've got like the least amount of a grasp onto. And I want to know what's in that thing. I c- kind of want to do Annihilation. Okay. Well. I, I nice. say we do that one. These were all pretty close, but Annihilation was like a tiny fraction. M- my favorite that I wanted to watch. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. So that's what we will do for episode 71. Mm-hmm. Annihilation. Annihilation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sweet. That's what we will do for this next week. Melissa, where can the people find you online? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Yesterday, I went and got some headshots taken. So soon enough, you will see beautiful new pictures of me on the Instagram. And we're going to put one. We're going to update with a picture of me on the Whatnots homepage. There we go. Yep. Uh, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. If you want to keep up to date with any of the podcasts that we do, uh, the Whatnots.com is our website. You can find all sorts of more information there. If you like what we do, Patreon.com slash the Whatnots is where you can support us. And for just a dollar a month, you can get access to the live streams of this show. Uh-huh. Live stream them out to our Patreon supporters. Uh, you can also get episodes early, and at the $3 tier, we have a bunch of exclusive content. Uh, we have one coming up next month where we're going to figure out what Sailor Moon Scouts we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, and at our $5 tier, we will give you a shout-out on the show because we yes. want to thank you uh, for helping to support us. So a big Thank you to Sam and Christine uh, Mm -hmm. for helping us out. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Uh, That being said, let's get out of here. Yes, it's the end. Episode 70 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you next week. Adios. Bye. To live. There we are. Hello, party peoples. So I want to mention before we actually start the actual episode thing. Yes. I I cannot type. I I I still cannot type. I've been having trouble all morning typing, but apparently last week I had trouble typing too. Because Uh instead of typing sex criminals for the little episode thing that shows up right underneath uh-huh. me it was sec s-e-c sec criminals <laughs> for oh, the entire is, episode it was this like this is, is a, what we're covering <laughs> a three-letter incredibly common and prevalent word this is one of the most important words in the english language and i could get it right jiminy's kyle <laughs> <laughs> Shows you how much I know about sec. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that said, we can get on to the actual 
Ciao.